0: This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO with a focus on electric vehicles. As of July 2023, Oregon had 74,684 registered electric vehicles. By October 2023, there were 2,760 public chargers in 1,113 locations. Sarah Buchanan is Director of Community Engagement and Clean Energy at 350 Deschutes, a nonprofit with a focus on electric vehicle advocacy and planning for EV charging stations. She talks about her organization.
1: One of our main goals is to get uh, the idea of electric vehicles and electric vehicle charging into folks' heads because there's a lot of myths about electric vehicles and how they charge and how much they cost and how they operate. And part of those are, well founded because EVs started out with not so much range and harder to charge. But the EVs that we have these days have the range equal to that of a gas car, and the charging is far less than that of a gas vehicle. They do have some barriers to entry, but those are all stuff that we at 350 Deschutes are really passionate about helping folks get around and figure out how to navigate. PPEV, the program I'm working with, We're also trying to find out opinions from folks on car shares, charging, where charging needs to be, as well as what kind of infrastructure they feel they need to have electrification in their transit. Because we want to get as many folks able to have that option as we can and have everybody have a seat at the table and have their opinions heard. And that's going to make that transition to clean energy and clean driving as smooth as possible and make it accessible for everybody.
0: In Oregon, electric vehicle users have had some monetary help to get into an EV. Oregon, in particular,
1: as well as our federal taxes, you can get a tax incentive that gives you up to $7,500 back on your federal taxes. And there have been in the past state incentives and rebates, um, which currently there is not a state rebate, but that may be coming back in the future. So keep an eye out. In addition to that off the lot cost that can be heavily reduced. Their maintenance costs are far lower than that of a gas vehicle. For example, they don't need oil changes, spark plugs, a lot of the common maintenance associated with gas vehicles. So those costs are also reduced pretty sharply. And then their cost per mile is lower because charging is so inexpensive. Already, it's far cheaper than a gas vehicle. And then some other creature comforts, um, electric vehicles are often very updated since they're somewhat newer to the car industry space. So there's really modern amenities, as well as being very silent on the roads. A lot of folks that we've talked to have found that they like driving or being driven in an EV because it's quieter. It's a little more relaxing. There's updated features and it doesn't smell. It doesn't stink. You don't get that gas smell if you're loitering in traffic or starting it in the garage. And so folks just tend to like them. So you can have your car started 20 minutes before you go out and have it be warm and ready to go on a full charge because you charged it overnight when power was cheap, and you're all good to go for the rest of the day.
0: Rebates for electrical vehicles started in Oregon in 2018. In May of this year, the Oregon Clean Vehicle Rebate Program was suspended due to overwhelming demand and limited funding. They hope to be up and running again if they can get funding in 2024. The Oregon Clean Vehicle Rebate Program offered a cash rebate for Oregon drivers who purchased or leased electric vehicles. It was not a tax credit. The Department of Environmental Quality designed the program to reduce vehicle emissions by encouraging more Oregonians to purchase or lease electric vehicles rather than gas vehicles. The rebate did make a big difference.
1: I do have a lot of hope that our legislature will reinstate a rebate program for clean vehicles because these rebates were really interesting. They went out to folks at all income levels with the highest rebates going to low to moderate income individuals. And Oregon did a really great job with the rollout of this. Vehicles were accessible to all off the lot because it did lower that initial price. In addition, these rebates were partnered with the tax incentive, which that tax incentive does still exist. It just doesn't have that rebate. I I do feel really hopeful that that rebate is going to come back, especially as lawmakers see the interest folks have in these clean vehicles and how much of an impact they can make in our communities. Not only with cost effectiveness and environmental benefits, but that really applies to public health as well because it cuts down on air pollution, which is a really large contributing factor to a lot of communities that are
0: centered around driving roads, which are most of
1: our Oregon groups and rural communities.
0: For electric vehicle users, there's an increasing number of charging stations in our area, but for many running out of power without a charging station in sight isn't too much of a problem.
1: It's because a lot of folks charge at home. So if you're out and about, you might not see a charging station as readily as you see a gas station. There really could be more public charging. There are apps and programs, even sometimes within the cars, where you can plan your route to make sure that you have adequate charging to get wherever you need to go. And Central Oregon has really added quite a bit of charging since there's many more EV drivers in the area. And the number of EV charging Chargers is on schedule to increase as the alternative fuel corridors like Highway 97, I-5, I-84, and others are destined to get these superchargers installed every 50 miles. So this is going to be a long program. It's not going to happen overnight, but the alternative fuel corridors are something that the president has really made a goal as part of the infrastructure and the Inflation Reduction Act. And so it's something we're really looking forward to, and it's going to be a really cool thing to see superchargers just as often as we see gas stations.
0: What do you know about electric vehicles? They have an electric motor instead of an internal combustion engine. The vehicles use a large traction battery pack to power the electric motor and must be plugged into a wall outlet or charging equipment, also called electric vehicle supply equipment. Because it runs on electricity, the vehicle emits no exhaust from a tailpipe and does not contain the typical liquid fuel components, such as a fuel pump, fuel line, or fuel tank. If you're interested in having an EV charging station at your home or business, Sarah Buchanan of 350 Deschutes says financial help may be available for that. So there are
1: rebates for this. Um, For example, if you'd like to install a level two charger, which is basically just a dry outlet, a 208, 240 volt outlet, um, there are probably rebate programs in your areas or at your utility provider. Um, So this needs the... 60, 100 amp circuit, but it allows you to charge faster than your ordinary outlet. So this is from four to 10 times faster. And the Oregon Department of Transportation also has rebates available for businesses. And the priority of these goes out first to underserved communities who might want to install EV charging for public spaces, um, for example, or for multifamily apartments so that really the most folks can be getting use out of these public infrastructure.
0: Locally, there are level two and level three charging stations located at Indian Head Casino. You can use an app to pay for your charge or use a credit card. In Madras, there's six charging stations at the Plateau Travel Plaza. There are four fast chargers and one level two station with two ports at the Chamber of Commerce in Madras. There are eight Tesla superchargers at the Palisade Shopping Center in Madras, and plans are underway for some EV charging stations in the Safeway parking lot. It's daunting thinking about a completely new form of transportation. Sarah Buchanan says 350 Deschutes, a nonprofit, is there to help.
1: Thank you. And I just want to implore to anyone out there, if you even have an inkling of your mind of a question, don't hesitate to ask us. We love to help people um, answer questions, connect them with maybe their next car or any electrification question you may have. We are happy to help. So please do not hesitate to reach out to us.
0: Electric vehicle sales in Oregon have nearly doubled in the past two years. A huge goal and impetus for folks to change over to EVs is interest in reducing greenhouse gas emissions. The Oregon Clean Vehicle Rebate Program was so popular that it ran out of money and was suspended this past May. They hope to get funding to start again in 2024. There's a focus on installing fast charging on busy transportation corridors, utility partnerships, fleet partnerships. There's an effort to build charge-ready buildings and homes, and information and resources are available to educate folks about all things EV or electric vehicle. So
1: at 350 Shoots, we're really trying to make an effort that this transition to clean energy is just and then everybody's got a seat at the table which is not always easy for folks cuz we all have our priorities and what we need to do every day whether that's picking up your kids from school going to work working several jobs um, make, making sure there's dinner on the table we've all got things to do so sometimes it's not easy to to attend a town hall or go and and investigate what your local community is doing for EV infrastructure. So we wanna extend a hand to folks. Um, We've been running a program with a survey that can be taken at any time. It's just five to 10 minutes. Um, And we invite anybody to participate in that and share their ideas, share their questions, comments, concerns. And we also have some focus groups going um, for those of traditionally underserved communities. Um, And that is a paid opportunity for a $50 visa card. Um, Again, it would be to a place of your choice. And we invite anyone from a traditionally underserved community to share their opinions in these focus groups. Or if you're not from one of these communities, share your opinion anyway. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear what you have to say, what you're thinking, if there's any questions we can answer or how we can help you. Um, All these questions, comments, and concerns, you can share with us at our website, which is 350deshoots.org by clicking on PPEV or by on our social media. Um, We share stuff often on there. If you want to give us a follow, we've got some fun content as well as interesting things
0: and facts that get shared every day. That's Sarah Buchanan from 350 shoots. Some fun facts about electric vehicles. The most popular EV models in Oregon are the Tesla Model 3, Nissan Leaf, and the Chevrolet Volt. Generally, electric cars charged at home use about 7,200 watts of electricity, which can vary depending on the mode and home charger. Most electric car chargers use between 32 and 40 amps and connect to a 240-volt outlet in your home's breaker box. Warm Springs Power & Water has a list of possible electric vehicle charging station locations as part of planning for the future. And Warm Springs Utility has been approached about considering how they might transition to adding more electric vehicles to their fleet. Thinking about the future and learning about electric vehicles, I'm Sue Matters reporting for the Warm Springs Program on 91.9 FM KWSO.